This is episode 132 of the Digital Podcast with myself, Royal Talk Breeze. Who do we have in the studio to my left? Hey, it's Mr. O. Hey, hi, 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 hi. And to his left? So I'm grabbing your balls or something? Wow. Lightning. You Two drinks. just introduce yourself <laughs> instead of the shit. Lightning. <laughs> New Year, new me. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> hate that shit. New Year, same bullshit. Yeah. For the intro. If you thought I was annoying before, we'd be annoying again. The same f- shit, different toilet. Yeah. How? You, and to his left. <laughs> Two drinks. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> the quesadilla is um, sadly sick. Her tonsils are doing up a madness at the moment, so sending love and guidance to her. Yes, love um, and guidance. Fingers crossed she's back she's in the next work problem. Um, hey, week or two. I'm not even taking the bait on that joke. Okay. Oh, how are you doing, sir? <laughs> I'm okay. I'm all right. I'm a lot morose, but I'm okay. You're a little bit r- what? Morose. Because you're chewing. <laughs> I can't... <laughs> You I need know. to enunciate I, I don't know what you're saying Morose Oh morose Okay cool You heard a little bit Rose innit Yeah okay cool Just make sure We're being thinking Sorry. Rose Hey You need to know that Usually I suck a sweet I decided to chew this one Come on You can't say suck a sweet Lightning brother Lightning Fire for Lightning Mark how you doing sir I'm alright man I'm living I'm, I'm alright I'm living in the city Literally Yeah but, uh, yeah. What about you? I'm tired, bro. I'm tired. You know, like trying to get back into routine, and my body's still doing this three AM thing. And I, I'm still confused with the days and time. Mm. You know, the thing is because Monday was a bank holiday. Bank holiday yeah, yeah. I think I keep thinking today is Tuesday. Tuesday, and it's Wednesday. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. oh snap! Got to go. Yeah, got to go yeah, into yeah, the office yeah. tomorrow. Got to drop something off. Got training tomorrow. Like everything just seems like. I'm behind by a I day. I went into the office on Tuesday. Ghost town. Are you surprised? But the train It was like two, three of us. There's a train I didn't, I didn't, I didn't remember. No, it's not a problem to you, is it? <laughs> no, city boy. <laughs> so, city boy, city boy, city boy, city boy, city boy. We're, we're still up. We're still up. Um, <laughs> You're damn right. This year. So yeah, it's like two, two, three of us. We'll, I'm like, I'm not coming in on Thursday. Rags. I'm working from home on Thursday. Um, nice to see you guys. Um, <laughs> Peace. I, I left the afternoon. I was gone. So basically, yeah, let's get it. Just get it start jumpy. With right, the topics. Ambush. Actually, stop it. First of all, I also want to thank um, <laughs> um, Leone for being on here last week. Yes. Um, Shout out to Leone, the dynamic duo of the Smalls. Yeah. Smaller one and small it was two. Ni- it was nice. No, I didn't Fam- even a family affair. Didn't even know dun, she had a sister. Yeah, because you didn't come to Kenny's birthday. That's all you didn't know. Touche. So the first thing I want to bring up here is... Um, and how you talk about the return of COVID. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, health secretary, yes. The health secretary, you can kiss my arms. Yes. Absolutely not. So simply Shayo. Is it Shayo? Is that name Shayo? S-A-Y-O. What, the, the content creator? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Show. Yeah. Okay, cool. Just making sure I don't like butchering people's names. Sure. Um, yeah. So she tweeted something the other day, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. Um, and it's about a um, promise ring. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I in, think I saw it. In my 31 years of life, I didn't, know what promise ring, I didn't know what a promise ring was. Right, yeah. So she said... Yeah, break it down. If a man I'm seeing gets me a promise ring, I promise you, I'd laugh. <laughs> so, I'm gonna ask you at first what a promise ring is to you lot, and then I'm gonna break down why I thought this was funny. Oh. For, all right. I, I, my understanding of promise rings kind of comes from 80s, 90s movies, where a promise, in some films, I'd seen a promise ring as a promise between, in a couple where she had promised to give up the cookie and then eventually it became like a promise I promise to love you and keep uh, keep it sweet Mark grow up <laughs> I don't even I don't even understand the point of a promise ring because what are you promising what are you promising okay cool so Mark what's your one <laughs> my whole I have no idea what a promise ring is what so are you then, promising because, what, 
Go you on. promise what to I be with I love you. I promise to be always. in this relationship. So then the reason I, why Yeah, I promise to be faithful to So you. the reason why I thought this was funny was because this was from two people from Love Island, from what I saw. Oh that shit. And oh, okay. I think <laughs> when I saw the ring, I thought, oh wow, they're engaged already. Yeah. But it's a promise ring. I think it's the most counterproductive thing to give a woman. <laughs> A promise ring. <laughs> that's not the ring. In, in, my, engagement ring. in my head, ring. in my head, I'm already thinking what her girlfriends are, are saying to her. I'm never thinking that. I don't think it's That does come in a lot of decisions, actually. When you buy, <laughs> you know, I feel like if you're buying jewelry for a girl, right here, it's like an engagement ring. No, no, no. But if you're buying jewelry for a girl, maybe an anklet, a Tiffany's, Bracelet. a chain. You know yeah. what I'm trying to say? When you buy like rings for your finger and you're not on some shabaranks thing, it's got to be the ring. Do you know what I'm trying to yeah, say? Yeah. The ring. Even when you go to and you get open the box, big man. I'm even if you open the box, you think it's a ring and it's a key to your yard. You're thinking like, what's going on here? Yeah, I live here anywhere. I just didn't have the key. <laughs> <laughs> I, you see my toothbrush I'm, in the cupboard. Like, what's going on? I promise to put the toilet seat down. I. I what are you promising? What are you promising? I don't understand. <laughs> now we're looking at his Sierra song. <laughs> in today's day and age but uh, right, but then are, are we also saying that obviously some people in relationships don't even let's say initiate not even initiate they don't like ask them to be their other half so we, we still have people in situationships that don't know what they are in the relationship. So the, so prom- the promise ring is, is the a promise to ring. Say, oh, we're stepping from 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 friends with benefits to in a relationship. You my girl, and I promise that you to- be my girl. <laughs> <laughs> if another girl has it, well, sorry, baby. I mean, you you. It's basic. It basically seems like a symbol of of saying that you promise to okay if we you know take out the joke you promise to love you promise to um care for um it uplift enrich and all of those good things there but what i don't get is one why you would need a ring to say those things as opposed to just doing and showing those things and then also, you don't realize that you're fucking with her. You're fucking with her mentals in giving her a ring, and then she opens it. And she's like, "Yes, yes, 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 yes." You're like, "Uh, <laughs> it's just a promise I, ring, baby." I, I, I just promised to love you. I don't know what you think this is, and then she gets mad, and you're like, "Well, why are you vexing me?" I don't know. Why are you promising? I'm promising to cook for you. So, so basically, the, the thing is, is <laughs> it's just it's to show commitment to the other. But are you not showing commitment already? So the jewelry shows commitment. But this is what commitment. I'm saying. But, the ring... but you're not ready for engagement. But the thing is, but if I, the thing is, when you buy jewelry, my understanding of when you buy jewelry for your um, your person, I thought, especially for like a ring, it just means that. When did this promise ring? The promise ring is basically what a, a modern age chastity chastity belt around your finger. Yeah. Well, like friendship bracelet. You're taking a piss, bro. What? It's basically, <laughs> sorry, because I actually literally just went old school and went to Google and went, what is a promise ring? A promise ring is a, <laughs> a promise ring is a pre-engagement ring, boom, sometimes boom, referred boom, to boom, as a boom, friendship boom, ring boom. or promise ring is a ring given as a gift to a romantic partner to signify a commitment to a monogamous relationship, often as a precursor to an engagement ring. But then what finger do you wear the promise ring on? Oh, yeah. And then, because if you put it on your ring finger, we're all like, oh, why are you? Congratulations. That happened at work once. No, you just promised to love me. At Christmas party, I was was talking to one um, woman that works there. Yeah. And um, obviously, I always make sure when I talk to people, I always look at their hands. I don't know why. Especially women, I look at their hands, just be like, okay, you're clear. clear. Yeah. But never in a rude way, like, like, you know, you don't want to come across a certain way and some people are really, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I understand that. Obviously, everyone's dancing, whatever, whatever. And then um, I was like, Rob, I must, I think I saw a tattoo on her leg. I was like, oh, your tattoo's sick. But I'm addressing her like, I'm dressing Mandem. Yeah. Right, yeah. And I was like, yeah, did it, there's a tattoo. And she showed me what, like, she had a dress on, so I could see one on her shoulder. And then I was like, oh, careful, you're married, aren't you? Like, just, like <laughs> careful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, some man jump out of nowhere, innit? It's like, no, it's just a ring I put on her finger. I was thinking, boy. Just a ring I put on my finger. On that finger, bro. I think bro. You can't play them games. No, bro. you can't do. You can't play no. like you said. You can't. Play I mean, all right, all right. Saying that with all the obviously 
men can be sentenced now to catcalling and stuff like that. You just never know. It could be like, hey, hey now. <laughs> what? I don't know. Finish the song. Finish the song. Hey now. Hey, hey now. now. <laughs> no so ring for It's just a ring you. to put on the finger. Wow. Basically. I'm going to say this from now. It's a pre- pre-engagement. That's stupidness. So engagement, engage. So engagement, the engagement. I think it's attention seeking. Isn't enough. It's weird. Oh shit! I'm gonna call him up. But this is the question, and unfortunately, there's no woman here to ask. But are women asking for this? I don't think so. Because I imagine it's not just fucking with them. I I don't think so. They 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 would rather a, a, a stable relationship where you you have chapters where. You get engaged, then obviously you're planning for the wedding and stuff, and, and that a promise ring. What's what's nah? In and with the way that men are wayward these days, men can't keep that promise. But by the way, talking about wayward men, and I'm <laughs> talking about wayward men, and I'm gonna apologize from now, yeah, because my next two things are gonna come up like I'm bashing African men, and I'm not. But here's the thing. <laughs> Did you lot happen to see... Well, we're all African. It just happens that some of us are more African than others. Um, did you happen to see the um, TikTokers speaking about sassy African men? I didn't see them talking about it. I just saw the post. Did you see what she said? Sassy um, African men? Predominantly West African men. Yeah. So Nigerian and Ghanaian men. She said... I think I saw the replies where everyone's like, and she said, God. She, she said, thank God, Jamaica, ain't... Jamaican men for once weren't getting pulled into something. Oh, I was like, thank you, baby Jesus. <laughs> what she's trying to say is a lot of the, I think, where. She's saying UK as well, isn't it? Yeah, she meant UK, UK African men, UK Ghanaian and Nigerian men. Okay. So, my understanding of what she said, because I've blogged out of my Instagram, so I can't really go and show you that thing, but it was a thing of her saying um, that. A lot of men now feel like the way they talk, especially the old men they come across, because everyone says UK is bad vibes and men are trash, whatever it is. Yeah. It's a but, new, oh, but it's like obviously. Don't the men they get tired here, of saying that? No, but, think, no, but you know, before it was like American black women weren't saying what UK black women were saying about UK black men. Mm. So where it's now a thing of, and I've been outside, I've been, I believe that you, you, unless you're in like a soccer or, or Caribbean event, in most places you go to now, it's more predominantly. African audience. Yeah. Right, yeah. You have the odd miscellaneous Caribbean person, but it's not. there's not a lot of us outside. Mm. So I think where she was talking from her point of like, a lot of the West African men in these venues come across are like really, I think because they know they're flavoursome mm-hmm. or flavour. It's not back in the day where chip on your shoulder. They over. Yeah. yeah where yeah, it's like, yeah, in some yeah. cases, it could come across that like they're overcompensating for what yeah. they didn't have when they were younger. So it's coming across now where it's like, oh, you're right. Don't talk to me. Do you know who I am? Like that type of mentality. Yeah. yeah. But calling a man sassy is crazy <laughs> to me, bro. It's zesty. Zesty is sassy, you know? Is that, so that's over, is that being overly you're overdoing the man. No, you're doing the most. Yeah. Or you're, you're, you're overdoing the man. You're doing the most. So much that you're. I just want to run. That you're zesty. Zesty with it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to, yeah. Yeah. And you think you're too nice. <laughs> so, yeah. That's a lot. But, I mean, like for me, I. Whenever I used to go back to Nigeria, I used to go home to Nigeria back in the day, and my mum would take me, and I would see, which would really freak me out because it was real comfortable how they did this. But two friends, mm. men, will walk down the road and they're holding hands. But there's not, they're not homosexual, they're not, sometimes they walk and their fingers are linked. Their and fingers I used to, are their hands? Their hands. Oh. And I used to think that was really weird, but I never thought of it as, anything because I knew who they were. A lot of them were uncles and I knew that they were married and I knew that they weren't gay. I'll be honest, I can't as run as far as I, I knew. can't run in Jamaica but <laughs> one of the most homophobic countries on the planet. It was, I can't run. Nah, man, just but at the same time they you know to say that they were gay they they tear you up because it's like ah what no are you mad? You say that like men I have a vagina why did you whisper that? I don't know. <laughs> it's weirdo. The, the Mark thinks this guy's in the podcast. The podcast. <laughs> that man whispered that like, like it was a taboo. 
I've not heard that word in the longest time. <laughs> I have not heard that word in years. I don't, I don't know. With things like this, or like, I, I just feel like on blog sites or whatever, it's always the attack men agenda. I feel it happens all the time. Do you think the things yes. that people are... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Apologies. Go on, continue. Do you think, and this is kind of related to something I, I was asking last week, but do you think that the things that people are picking on, even, even before they get into a relationship, are becoming so benign small and benign. minute that it's benign. just going to be impossible for people to even get together before it's like I think it depends on your age even in a talking conversation where it's like okay what your red flag what your green flag whoa wait wait I just wanted to know where you were I think some of them don't have it depends on your age great communication it skills. depends on your age depends on your age because I think like the younger 20s now they don't see this they no, don't see it but then that's an age I've, I've said this to a lot of my one of, a lot of my boys here Mark open up for me please because the way I'm just going to be in front of the mic trying to do the most <laughs> Like Kadio. Um, sorry, unnecessary story. Um, so, for example, yeah, the great Gabriel laughed. Yeah, she even hear, she'd be like, Rage, you prick. Um, see, I thought it was me. So, <laughs> I'm laughing at you. Open, open that. Right, yeah, open it. Three bags open one bag, five for that. Yeah. Hi. So, then when you're younger, I've always said this when you're younger, teens, early 20s, mid 20s, if your brilla pad hand can't open that, we got a problem. No, 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 no. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Tough back in the back seat. Thank Old you very school. much. Yeah. So when you're in your teens, your late teens, early 20s, mid 20s, it's fine. When you get to your latter 20s, early 30s, yeah, you don't care the way you used to care. I don't care for the small talk. I don't care about your nail business. I want to care. Do you want to get married? Are you cool or not? Mm. Yeah. yeah, and then the problem is where people kind of hit. I want to say it's a proper panic button, but people are like <laughs> kind of thing. It gets a bit uncomfortable, and it's like, oh, yeah, it's a red flag for me. Oh, he breathes. Red flag for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, he doesn't drive. And then they complain about me. all men, and it's like, well, but darling, like, she don't. She don't do her toes every week. Red flag for me. Grow up, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> You think, you think your girl's gonna always look like she got a good wig on or a good weaving all the time? She can be walking around the house with the bonnet on, bro. Yeah. <laughs> or with the doo-doo plaits. No colour on the toes and she's all right. Hmm? No colour on the toes, but she's still all right with me. She's not, so, always, she's not always gonna be lotioned up, foot can come like she's trying to spark fires in them things there. You know what I mean? Everything's <laughs> possible, bro. You might put ashy feet on your back when you're in your bed. <laughs> it might work both ways. Cut up your leg. Cut up your back. <laughs> Remember that Nas album with the N on it that looked like the whiplash box? That's what it will look like. <laughs> Woke up this morning. Got yourself a gun. <laughs> Baby, I've got itch on my back. <laughs> Only person from like Superman, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me of you in college, yeah, when someone said someone said to some youth, yeah. I was like, hey, Tunde, your hand is tough, bruv. How do you cut your beard in the morning? You just do this. <laughs> I said, I've some manners, bro. That's a hard foot. <laughs> <laughs> But you take it. You're like, hey, it's okay. You'll get them done. That's what it is. I think it's where we just got older. Bath. People just like, mm. Mark, you're like that. You're picky. Yeah, I am. You're super picky, bro. I am. You gotta give people. In the words of um, Tavonia, you have to give people grace. I do. How much? Little. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm when you say a little. I'm, you I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm picky. When you say a little, it's like. <sighs> And when you make a drink for a child under the age of five, yeah. if they give them juice, and you give them like the little, the little piece and a whole, and whole piece of water. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm not. The I know, I know, I'm picky. The little Robertsons, <laughs> the little Robertsons, and a whole the L I K K L E little. <laughs> I know I'm picky, but I'm picky for a reason. But then when I really like someone, I'm all out. Like it's cool. So. When I say I'm picky, like if if it's someone that's always on the IG, look at me, look, I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm not that, I'm, I'm low key. I like peace. I've been out with people like that. With like, 
And I went out the other Every day. Every minute, take picture, picture of food. I'm like, I want to eat, bro. Yeah. I just want to eat. Says the photographer. <laughs> no, but. No, but. This is a picture of it. No, no. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say this. I read it yeah, but the difference is, as a photographer, mm-hmm. sometimes the last thing I want to do is take a picture. Is take a picture. But as a photographer, you're, you're photographing. You're photographing. You're oh, taking pictures. Thank you very much. I don't mm-hmm. know why, but thank you. Personally. I got you. You're photographing landscapes. You're photographing people mm. in their natural habitat to a point, or you're or you're doing it in an actual spec. Big man, I just want to eat the food. Oh, one second, <laughs> one second. Oh, yeah, but your dessert, babe. Move the camera. I want to eat the food. <laughs> no, no, wait, wait, wait. I want to get, get both plates. I'm like, babe, man, I'm hungry, man. Sure. Babe, you can't take a picture. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's going where it needs to go. <laughs> Speaking of pictures as well, like um, I did want to talk about, I had a photo shoot um, December and it was in the studio. And I don't know, like I just had a bad vibes. Like I, nothing wrong with the client or nothing like that. They asked for a specific um, job that they wanted. And I was like, yeah, cool. Got to the studio early, set up and stuff. The flash gun wasn't working, so I had to like improvise on that. With your flash gun or the one that was no, provided? The studio's flash gun. So literally when I take the picture, the the lights are meant to pop as well. Like them ones that we have in here? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, um, so it gives you a, if the... So basically, it just, it just makes the light look look better. Cleaner, yeah. Yeah. So that wasn't working. So I'd, I'd still done the shoot and the stuff. And then looking at the pictures, I was just like, hmm. And then I sent it, sent the pictures to them to view. They were like... And I, I have to give it to them because he was just like, mm, I, I don't know. Question, mm. but on the day when you usually take the pictures... They, they saw some of the pictures on my camera. There you go, so... Um, so when I edited like some and, they tried to and view it, I ain't got paid for it and they ain't got their pictures. So they tried but, to Balenciaga you then? I don't know, but it kind of made me question like, Rob, am I... I'm not right, sure. Like, not it made me it seriously made me question. I've not that's done one, a, but that's one black client, bro. I know, but I've not done a shoot since, and I'm, I'm I was like judging myself, that, and I was, it puts that little doubt. thing yeah, in but, your stomach. Okay, okay, let's let's use the sports term. If you have one bad game, hmm. does that mean you're a bad footballer? No, right, yeah. So you could say you're only as good as your last game, hmm. yeah. So if you're resting on your laurels as being a photographer, and that was your last ever shoot, yeah, then in your mind, you're gonna believe you're a shit photographer because you're basing it on. That one thing, yeah. But if you know you have talent and it's something you've worked at, if you if you if you get, if you get back on the um, the picture horse, for example, because mm. not the theoretical horse, mm. right? Yeah, and you're like, you know, okay, cool. That could probably just be the client brief wasn't good enough, and I couldn't match the client's brief because they wanted they didn't give me the spec of what they wanted. Yeah, that doesn't say that you're a bad photographer. It means that the specs they gave you wasn't good enough. Yeah, you yeah. could be, for example, when you watched America's Next Top Model. Next Top Model mm. They would say, oh, the model weren't given. How you know the photographer was shit? I always used to think that though. Like sometimes, sometimes it's the photographer's job to make the model feel comfortable. Thank you. For them to, to feel to, at ease. To feel at ease, to do what they need to do. Yeah. So that's how I look at it. Don't, don't rest on your laurels like that. Listen, we all, like I'm probably in my head the most when I play sports here. Like when I was young, I think the worst. Mm. Like if I had a bad pass, I'd I'd simmer on that bad pass for about 15, 20 minutes. I'd be in my own head. Mm. I'd, have to, about I'd, have to, I'd have to amp myself up, yeah, to a point where now it's like, okay, if I have a bad pass, I'm like, okay, fuck it. Get the next one. Like you need to get rhythm. Like for me, it's one of the ones where if my process is right going into a game, yeah. that my first pass has to make sure when I touch it, I zing that ball into someone's feet mm-hmm. and I'm ready to go. Because it's it's like the saying, like literally, like let's say if you're like a celebrity and everyone's like, oh my gosh, you're beautiful, da da da, and you get that one bad comment. Forget being a, ce- forget being one, a celebrity. It like, not celebrity, just, just in Think general. normal people. Yeah. Think normal people, yeah. The amount of women on the planet, yeah, for example, yeah, um, that have always received positive affirmations. Yeah. Yeah, from their fathers, from men in their family, from their mothers. And the minute they receive one negative- It sticks. Yeah, or just feedback that they don't like here. Yeah, it, it sticks so it much. all of it. Because it undoes, undoes people obsess over the negatives. Yeah. So forget the 99.9 people who have said, you're amazing, you're great at what you do, you're exceptional, you're a beautiful human being, right, yeah. Not even just, I'm, I'm, this ain't even based on aesthetics, it's just mm. what you offer. When one person just goes, nah, they're meaty. Don't really like the energy. Pussy uh, Your hairline's funny. And you're like, what? Oh, well. But where, all right, where do you think that stems from? Because like, if, like you said, like literally 99% are, are, are praising you. People are soft, bruv. Do you think it's got worse yes. because of social media? Yes, people are soft. People are so used to positive reinforcement that the minute you get one bit of one thing that says, nah, 
don't think you were great, yeah. You're thinking, you <laughs> what? But this is the problem because that's become a bit of this, that's become a certain standard now that- No one's perfect, bro. That people, no, but that, but, 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 but that's people the rely on, like people rely on, they base how their whole mood is and how their day is, month is, life is based on getting that reinforcement. From strangers. And but then, which means- but, but then, but then- That's a lot. That doesn't pre- prepare them for the real world. Because the real world's not like that. No, then, we'll tell you your shit. Okay, yeah. let's, let's back this up quickly, yeah? Everyone in here went uni, right? Yes, sir. Nope. You went high school, you went college? Yeah, yeah. In college, did you have to do group work? Yeah. So as much as all of us hated group work to a point, you understand that group work wasn't solely reliant on you, it was reliant on you working in tangent with other people. Yeah. yeah. Right, yo. So even in that being the case, that prepares you for the, for the wider world when you're doing teams. Mm-hmm. Cool. Now, think about all the transferable skills you take from secondary school, all the transferable skills you take from college, all the transferable skills you take from uni. Mm. Yeah, whether it's um, assignment writing, whether it's teamwork, whether it's talking to people, whether it's liaising with um, higher members of staff. These are all transferable skills when you're in the wider world. Yeah. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. When you're assigned teacher in college or university, gives you feedback on your test or feedback on your... um, on a written piece of work, it may not always be positive. You got to affirm that, bro. Yeah. Mm. You got to affirm that. Right, yeah. But if you're just naturally, because I've got friends who are naturally gifted at things. Yeah. They're so not used to, used to, sorry, negative feedback. Right, yeah. But it's part of the parcel. Yeah. Yeah. Part of the parcel. If you think you're sick at something and finally come on something, you're not sick at it, yeah? Oh, I'm not going to try it. That's the, like, that's the problem. People have, like, defeatist mentality now that they hear one bit of feedback that they don't like. Oh, fuck this, I'm not doing the same. I'm giving yeah. up. I'm done. Yeah. Quitting. Bitch made. I don't, I don't think it helps in schools where literally, I think if they do sports now, like, everyone's a winner. I don't like the, the award for taking part. I hate that. I think it's the most counterproductive thing because if you want people to be... Olympic athletes or you want people to be you have in to a, make them earn and push actually, actually Olympic athletes general athletes working to the top of their field in whatever career you want to be mm. even going for interviews when you go for an interview all of us you have to fundamentally believe you prepared the best you've got the best CV you've got the best experience and you're competing one to make sure that you match well with their company and that you're bringing they're, they're getting the best version of you and you're getting the best version of them. Yeah. So it's 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 a yin-yang situation. Now, I don't want to be given the job because because it's there. If you believe I can do this job and you think I've got the best CV and I interviewed well, give it to me. Mm. I don't want it based on affirmative action. I don't want it based because I'm black. I don't want, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. I want it because you believe that based on what I've brought to the table in my interview and my CV, I'm the best for the job. The issue is because people are doing this, this meriocracy thing of, oh yeah, well, oh, I didn't get it because of, no, you didn't get it because you want the best person for the job. It's that simple. Or you didn't come across that well. But what are you crying into your conflict for? Like either you're good or you're not. Mm. And even if you're not good, okay, cool, something I have to work on. Yeah. That's the pro of it. You know what I'm I, saying? I think, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I see But I think I that's what builds up a character though. You, you can have knockdowns and stuff like it, and it's what you learn from that. Well, like sometimes for an interview that you didn't get, you can ask for quit. You can ask for like, where did I go where wrong? Did I go wrong? And, and they, How can I improve? And, they will, and I think by now, I think now they have to give you yeah. feedback. Yeah, feedback. And no, you can learn from them. My favorite one, I ask, you have to be done all the thing and I ask questions at the end. Yeah. Is there anything in this interview for why you wouldn't hire me? Like something around that question, isn't it? Yeah. Do you have any reservations about me taking this position? I always ask that thing, yeah. which puts them on the spot, but it also shows the willingness to be in a somewhat uncomfortable position. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Because yeah. as much as they're interviewing you, you're interviewing them as well. Of course. Yeah. Right. And that's that's the thing. Like At the end of the day, like, I, I, I spoke to my brother about, about failure. <laughs> failure to me isn't, okay, cool, I've, I've, I've done now, like, whatever. Failure to me, as in defeatist mentality is, I failed, I'm not going to try again. Like, I'm good. I'm not going to try again. That's, that's it. Like, I'm right good. There. Like, fuck it. It's done yeah. now. That's what failure is to me. Your option is either, okay, I, I failed, but am I gonna get up? Because I think that the, the analogy is, we were all babies once. Yeah. Right, yeah. Do you remember how much times you fell when you were trying to walk? Thank you. I think that, you just kept I, going. I think that's a beautiful one. Yeah. Lyrics. You kept on trying. Bars. You just got up. You kept getting up. Hmm? 
I got Absolutely. one. I got one more photo, and I know I was not gonna like this. Apologies. As I said, it's not. A, I hate Africa people thing. It just happens I to know, be that. I do remember you said that. This one <laughs> happened to be one of the loudest ones. Yeah, I wanted, and it was like a girl called um, Joe Joe Joanna. Um, she Joanna. said, "Not gonna lie, African mom, African mothers have a huge part to play. It." Uh, have a huge part to play in raising misogynistic entitled men with with immense superiority complexes. Instead Ooh. of putting so much effort into grooming their daughters to be a good wife, when they should be enjoying their youth, they should focus on their sons. So I think one of the comments was, um, why should all the pressures be on mothers? What role does the father play? And someone said, I don't think she's saying that um, she's saying that many mums are instigators, enablers and encouragers and uphold toxic misogynistic ideals that the men enforce from others. What's your thoughts on this, boy? face. Oh. <laughs> By the way, yeah, our, en- our engineer Gabriel is not happy with this topic. Right? <laughs> well, like, listen, if he could have rolled his eyes, he would have fell asleep, bro. <laughs> he would have fell asleep the time of rolling his eyes. As always, in these types of topics, they are... Based upon this is all, by the way, this is also based on this is written by an African woman mm-hmm. speaking on African men. I just wanted prefix. So that no, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. In this type, in this topic, in this type of topic, Make there sure is always your, your covers tracks. In this type of topic, there is always it's always usually um, about a uh, a portion of. African men the in general, the loudest. It's, Although, like about, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. the loudest ones yeah, that yeah, happen yeah, to be yeah, around. Yeah. Yeah. Now. Is she, is, do I understand what she's saying? Yeah, because there is a, there is a, a generation, if you want to say, of mums who put their sons on a pedestal above, above any other child they may have. There's, for some, their sons are the light, the dark, their, their hope. There's no dark. Their promise for some. By the way, oh, when you finish, I need to hear Gabriel's opinion on this as well. But for some, it does happen. Gabriel, it does happen. There ain't nothing you can do about it. It's true. Some mums do it. It doesn't help. In fact, it does breed, it can breed a certain um, type of attitude in you when you feel like. For as long as you've been growing up, your your mum has basically made you feel like you're the, you're shit. the shit. And yeah. the and the urine. <laughs> Continue. I love that song. You're welcome. No, no, thank you. <laughs> so, I but then again, also, well, it's like you said because the, the the fathers also have their part to play. But then, if you're not instilling the right things in these children then kind of where else do you think they're going to go like for example if you are in a single parent home and you uplift your son to do specific things Mm. but it's more based on as a man you should be doing that instead of it being okay cool make sure you're respectful and whatever the entitlement in which you speak because some of that entitlement sometimes in certain cases maybe I'm not the one to say this I'm not I, was, I didn't grow up in an African household. You're getting it as you're, also, you're getting it as you're getting to know this person, and you and you say to them, "Oh, um, when are you going to cook dinner?" He's like, oh, "I never cook dinner. My mom always cooked dinner for me. I never cooked dinner. My mom said I never had to cook." And you're like, no, uh, "That's not so much misogyny. It's like that's not a man." No, 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 no. But just like, that's yeah. just a, a, like a loose example. Mm. You know what I mean? But is it a cultural thing though? <sighs> There's a good question, Gabriel. What's your thoughts on this? Nonsense, man. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the point. I think, I think people always find they're running out of who to blame for certain things and who to blame for misogyny to the extent where they're willing to blame anyone now. Fathers always treat their daughters, or the majority of the time, fathers will always treat their daughters like princesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make sure, you know, my daughter's looked after and hence why you've got the term daddy's girl, right? Same with mummies and yeah. their sons. Mm. Like it's not an African thing; it's a thing in general. It happens. So I don't know, man. I'm saying African women. No, but thing what she's doing is that she's talking about the culture. I guess a sub, a, yeah, a subculture of the culture she's from. 
I don't, but I don't think it's to do with, I don't think it's. I don't think it raises, I don't think it raises. African. Yeah. Seems as if it's a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. Where it's not a cultural thing. No. This is a discussion that's been going on since Sigmund Freud. So. It's yeah. Clearly got nothing to do with culture. I grew up, I've got to my mom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hmm? I grew up, I was close the to my mom. Of men that I knew yeah, me too. To their yeah. yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's got, it's got nothing to do with Afri- like, uh, Africans or. I don't, I, I don't know. I think people are bored for conversation. Uh, you know this as well? I think it's the buzz. Buzzwords is probably the wrong thing, but it's the words used in it where it was like misogynistic, entitled men yeah. with immense superiority complex. This, this person doesn't like men. <laughs> do you, by the way, do you know an immense superiority complex? Immense. It means, it means I'm better. It means I don't. You might think you're nice, but I'm better than you. That's that. Sorry, that's sassy, bro. That is sassy. <laughs> that is sassy. But is that just men though? Men, don't, <laughs> men are not just like that. People women are like that. Women are like that too. So yeah. it's it's a. Uh... But I agree with Gabriel. We gave that down. Listen. Daddy's girl, mum, mummy's no, boy. Society now has become, especially within our like little microcosm of culture, if you just blend black people within one situ- one community, yeah, it's become a thing of, I'm just going to hail abuse at men, women, trans, ECT, then hail abuse at subsections of the community, yeah. where it just costs nothing to mind your fucking business. And it's going to keep going down and it's keeping and keeping... In terms of the whole misogyny and entitled, I can't. You can't say that. But I am aware of that subculture that she's referring to. But in saying that, it ra- you in. in saying that it raises those type of people. No, juice mouth. And you can't put that down to African mothers. That's ridiculous. Because then, if you're going to say that, then what's the conversation to to be had about? fathers and the influence they have on their daughters. I think the problem, and then it just starts getting picking. I think the problem is when they- And now we're picking. I think when you write something that's so broad, because obviously the minute I was saying, reading it anyway, I could see Gabriel's eyes and I'm calling my eyes out. Some bullshit. <laughs> you <know? laughs> when you're saying something or when it's written in fairness, yeah, like most things, it's open to interpretation. So if this was on like a, a live where she could break down her opinion for people to hear, fine. Because it's written, it can be broken down and denotated in whatever way possible that people think, okay, cool. Do I agree that there's elements of entitledness in black men? Yes, but there's also elements of entitledness in black women. Yeah. Hmm. Right, yeah. Do I believe immense, the word immense. <laughs> you know what immense is? When I think immense, I think what Putin's doing right now is immense. It's a big word. But that's what... People use big words in, like, as connectives, yeah? Just for shock value without understanding the meaning when, you, when you're when you putting words together. That money Kanye West I lost? It, immense. It's like, a, it's like a philosopher's effect. Gargantuan. as many words as possible to confuse someone into believing what you're saying makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people do it, like... Immense. As I said, if I call, <laughs> as I said, if I call someone a bitch, the word bitch is the lightest word in that. All the words I put before, those are the ones with all the weight. words. That's those are the ones with the weight. By the time it gets to bitch, you're thinking, what? <laughs> are you done? <laughs> I ain't done. <laughs> I. Ain't, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, stop. Stop. It's already. But dead. nah, sorry. <laughs> Bro, once again, because misogynistic entitled men with immense. Wow. Bro. In with, not Bro. just this, this, and this. Can you yeah, this, this, and this. With immense superior. superior. Oh, oh. <laughs> right, yeah. Your next book will be called Raising Misogyn, Mis- Raising Misogyny, <laughs> Entitled. No, Raising Misogynistic Entitled Men. <laughs> it sounds like the description of a movie. It does yeah. nuts. That's I'm a, a lot. A misogynic, a, a, a misogynistic entitled man with a superiority complex um, from his mother. <laughs> <laughs> from his mom. That's mad. You can't say people don't blame black women. And what do you black women do? Blame black women. Blame black That's women. mad. <laughs> That's, That's mad. You know. <laughs> Make it make sense. Bro. Don't blame the black woman. By the way, black I have woman. an apology to make on this. Ooh. The Meg the Stallion thing, I was wrong, bruv. And the reason why I want to apologise for this year is because 
I did the one thing which I've always sworn to people not to do. The information that was coming out... From blog sites. Yeah. I thought was like... Like, the information. Mm-hmm. And it was wrong. Mm-hmm. It was wrong, wrong. Yeah. Tory's a clown. Mm-hmm. But then I always stood by it. It weren't for the fact of... I didn't believe her. I just didn't understand how a man was still allowed to run around. Yeah. Pardon me for a year and a half. Because it wasn't her that charged her. It was the state. Mm. The state that charged him. So it was completely different. Yeah, there but are... He's, he's not been charged for shooting her. I think the three counts... Something of a weapon. Dis- yeah. Illegal um, discharging a weapon. Um, uh, reckless reckless um, use of a weapon. And I think it was possession. Yeah. As well. Yeah, but know. no, he basically didn't get sh- he didn't get charged for shooting her. But re- done out here. Yeah, he done. His last song that he put out was with a boogie with a hoodie. Probably was probably a banger. And Gabriel knows that's a banger as well. That's the worst thing about it. Someone had the audacity to put out a little um, a clip of Tory's first day in jail. Yeah, and Arkley's in the corner. I saw the song. that. I said, "You man are violent, bro." <laughs> The memes are coming, boy. The, you man are violent, bro. Even the, the little hand drawing in the court had Tory Lane's outline of his hair and he's bald in the middle. I said, yeah, you don't need to chill the hell out, bruv. All right. Respond. Okay. 27... Can you do something year old. 27-year-old... <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> a 27-year-old dating a 24-year-old is creepy. No, no it's not. No, it's not. <sighs> 27 is late 20s. 20... 27 year old woman or just anything? Anything. Okay, 27 cool. is late 20s, 24 is early 20s. No one that old should be dating someone that young. It's you're not that old. Of, you're a part of the problem if you don't see how that's wrong. Do you know the problem with social media? If people think they're right. No, that not everyone should have a platform. Blainly. So you realize at the age of 24, you're a year away from your brain fully developing. Right. Right, yeah. You realize at 27, the only difference between you being 24 is your brain is fully developed and you're actively trying to better your life. As in like most, some 27 year olds, okay, it's all about my life, talking about yeah, yeah, that yeah, maybe yeah, a house, yeah, yeah. whatever, whatever. That's the only difference. It's not like you're, it's not like you're 24 dating an 18 year old. No. Or a 20, 24 day in a 19 year old because it's di- you're not trying to say it's shit. different. You're in the same decade. You're in the same decade. I was going to say that was going to be the next thing. You're in the same decade. It's- 21 to 29 would probably look nuts, but that's more so because you've just become an adult versus someone who's about to go into their third year of life. Yeah. Yeah. Would probably look nuts. I said, Jay, by the way. Right. But 24 to 27. What's that? Year seven and year, year, seven and a year 11. <laughs> Behave, man. This is Wait, it's dumbness. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that'd look weird in school. Do you know what's the life experience you actually like life experience you have at twenty-four? Not a lot. You'd be surprised a lot of twenty-four year olds with life experience. I'm not saying you have it all figured no, but out. Between the difference between being twenty-four, like an increase in life experience at twenty-seven from twenty-four. Of course. But if you were a twenty-four year old, like a male twenty-four year old or a woman who's twenty-four and you're dating either or up, mm. yeah, even that person's gonna teach you bits you didn't know. Or at least one of you who's older will probably know how to manage a situation between the both of you when shit gets cracking. Yeah. Everyone here has dated someone older than them before. Yep. <sighs> this guy, bro. Sorry, that was... Oh, McPherson. A, lit- a literal flashback memory came... Back but when you say the thing is, mm. the person taught you stuff you don't you weren't aware of. Yes, and did. I don't mean in that sense, you fucking creep. <laughs> I wasn't, but I am now. <laughs> if man answers, <laughs> if man answers, yes, I, you did. I am now. Yeah. Yes. So in that being the case, it's still a situation of like you learned something yeah. that you didn't already know. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's not like like there's people. It's not like That's okay. Very close in age still. It's like what three years? Four. Four. Twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven. And there's three, three isn't years. it? Yeah. yeah, it's like... There's three the years hell? different. Three and a bit, possibly. And they are classing that 27-year-old as, as old. That's when you know it's a young person. But that's like saying, okay, a 21-year-old dating a 23-year-old. 
Oh my gosh, that's too old. In school years, it's, it's a year and a bit. Freaking dumbness, man. Because remember, you know sometimes you do that, you go rank it in school years as well. Yeah. So it's like, as someone who's the year below me in school year, but it's only based on what? September to what? August? Yeah. But if I was born, what, a month, a month thing, it's we would have been the same year. Yeah. But has, as, as impressionable as a lot of people in their 20s are these days, these are the types of things that they will joke about and then the next time that a a, a twenty a twenty seven year old man like meets someone and he's like, oh, "How old are you?" She goes, "Twenty four. And he's like, "Oh." But I've been I've been Ooh, no, I've been know. out I've been out on a I've been out on a team night out once. Yeah, I think my last team I was in Brighton, and I'm not saying no names because I'll get them jabbed up. <laughs> and um, there was these girls there, mm. and man, them were talking to her. And then I stood next to her and I started talking about, you're right, didn't I? I said, how old are you? You said the age. I said, yeah, safe. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We have nothing Cases. to talk about. Conscious. No, but legally, like, they're adults. Yeah. Like, if it was like 21, whatever, but 21-year-old, me as a 30-year-old at the time, oh, or 29-year-old, nah. I said, no. Nah. We're, in, we're in two completely different parts. Yeah. Dif- yeah. As in, like, what I want for my life right now... Yours is what you want. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally different from what you're before. even on right now. I think my boy dated a girl a few years ago, yeah, who was maybe four years younger than him, yeah? Mm. And it wasn't so much the age difference, it was the mentality of where he was and where she was. She was. Yeah, yeah. So, say I think at the time he was 25, 26, and she was 21. Mm. Right, yeah? So... She wanted to be out of her uni friends and whatever, whatever. He's thinking about work. You see where he's tired. Yeah. Like, oh, let's go Brighton this weekend. Are oh, you gonna drive? No, you can drive, bro. I'm working um, my placement work, my placement job, and my. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. Like, man's tired, bro. Mm. And I could see it in his eyes. And I said, this is where you're gonna clash, because it's not so much that she may not be the right person for you. It could just be the wrong time. Yeah. 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 Ugh. It's well, weird. Hella older men date 20 year old, 25 year olds, bro. Yeah, they do. Don't make it right. But, but it's what but for? You, what are you dating for also? Are you dating to marry? Like, because at the end of the day, not in a rude way, if I was like 39 and had no kids. I'm married. I'm, I'm dating someone younger. Because ultimately, you, if you're dating an older woman, not all women over a certain age can have children. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So it's not solely it's not solely on the fact of oh I'm dating them because she's young. You also want to, do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, keep the lineage. Not even so much. This guy's an idiot. <laughs> if I'm dating another 39 year old, yeah, I don't know if one if that woman has or hasn't had kids. This woman could be in perimenopause. Like, there's so many variables. Does she even want? Does she even want kids? Like whatever. you've had time long, you've you've been outside long enough to be like, okay, I don't want kids. So then even then, and it's a conversation you're gonna ultimately wanna have early. So then even if you like the person, you're not wasting your time. Yeah. Mm. It's crazy. Are you in perimenopause? Are you about to go into menopause? Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Because even then the option isn't there, even if I want it to be. <laughs> Listen, 27 ain't old, fuck that. 24 ain't young either. Fuck I've, that. I've, I've, heard, I've heard some of my fr- friends, oh, yeah, you're old. I was like, are you mad? I said, do you think, one guy at football does it, he's 21 year, every time he gets angry on the pitch here, first thing he does here when he's beefing someone, you're old man, bruv. I was like, bro, you know you're not young forever, you know? <laughs> Actually not young forever. <laughs> when people say that, yeah, don't they realise the object of life is it's to get older? It's going to happen to like, them. You can't beat it. I said, imagine you being my age here, and then... Some little snot, you start beefing some little snot nosed brat, and he's like, Oh, look at you, old codger, shut up, bro. You're gonna be like, What? <laughs> Listen, I may get in trouble for this one, but I don't give a fuck. There's one child at my school, and he was going off, and he's one of them, he's, he's in a pre- predominantly middle class, high North London school. Mm. He's one of the hooder ones. <laughs> and hooder. yeah, like he's one of those ones that will just walk out of the classroom. Man said, said hooder. He would just, hooder. He would just walk out of the classroom like he's allowed to. So then when I see him in the corridor, I'm like, where are you going? So I just walked out of the class. Listen, bro, I don't know who you think you are, but you know, just, you know, I'll talk to him like that. And he was going off. He was vexed about something. One of the teachers said he couldn't go out to play because he didn't do his work and he didn't do his work. 
But he just told he couldn't go out to play. So he was like, no, 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 I don't care. I don't care. And so then usually I'll get called in as a peacemaker because I, you Cause know. black. Uh, <laughs> and I get the kids. <laughs> and he's going, no, I don't care, my miss. Said, I don't my care. Said, my said, because you black. And he's like, bring him in. Because I get the kids. Who put this weird ass Erica looking motherfucker in there? Get Erica out of the room. And he goes, and he goes no, he's going, oh, oh, I don't care. What? Mr. Oh, well, I don't care. I don't care. And he goes, what? They brought you in. Look at your hairline. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait for him. How old is how old is she? Nine. Man, you got shelled on by nine. Nine. And I said to him, Man, I said, well, he verbally kicked the Mario coins out of you. I said, you know what? It's cool. I said, it's cool. You know what? It's cool. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to call your dad. Your dad's going to have to come in and talk to you. And by the way, I've seen your dad's head shape. You ain't got long. <laughs> <laughs> and he picked up a table and flipped it. I was like, well, no, no, no. You're not, you're not, you're not. You have to learn in life. Do you see when you give people something and they give it back to you? Don't, don't. Well, don't. That's what we said. Don't do that. Is that the same way that we gave you advantages to win Mario Kart the other day when we went out and you just didn't take them? You really had to bring I, I saw that brewing. As soon as you mentioned Mario Queen. Really? You see, last week had when I to... edited Pod, yeah, I heard them. Are oh, you gonna bring this up? No one mentioned it. Bring oh, that. Is the biggest <laughs> cheater ever <laughs> of any game I have ever played. So basically, in my life. What Chris? No. But one a day, time, a day before Christmas Eve, <laughs> we we done a, a, gr- a group thing where we went to um platform. Fuck. And we played like video games and stuff. We played Mario Kart. I was talking smack like he's gonna done everyone's dance <laughs> in Mario Kart. And uh <laughs> well uh <laughs> He didn't. <laughs> oh dance with the wrong GBGs, bro. That's what happened. He didn't do no one. The first the first game yeah. we played there, yeah, O got dusted. I came first. Right, yeah. Gave man a happy dance. Every time I won, every time I won won a race, yeah. Oh. By the end of the first first cluster of races, the first four races, there was a 15-point gap between first place me oh my God. and and Everest Mountain Hairline over there, Mr. Oberon. <laughs> The second time round was a closer race. Mr. Two Drinks won. I came second, but the point gap was up by two points. And O finished third or fourth, I think it was, yeah? The final one, the final one we did, where I think Katie was over in the second one and the third one, yeah? The woman bought bought us over drinks. O even tried to pause the game. Big puss wall. Yeah. Wall. Yeah, wall. Wall. Yeah. <laughs> Tried to pl- try to continue with the game instead of, instead of stopping the game, yeah, while the girl, girl's giving us drinks. Then he was like, oh, oh, what? I thought we were just playing anyway. Also, we can clearly see. <laughs> he still lost that then. Shout out to, wait, wait, shout out to Katie, because Katie was like, Reese is fine, yeah, you're probably going to catch up anyway. Man was in 12th. Oh, lost the match to me. I... And I had to sit there and listen to me talk shit to him for 20 minutes. Yeah, I respectfully did actually for everyone else. In that particular race, I did actually break for like five seconds. So you didn't want to pause it? You didn't and pause. then... <laughs> you want to pause? I, I wasn't the one player, so I couldn't No, it. any one could pause. Uh, I didn't try. Man said... Man said <laughs> I didn't try, I'm not gonna lie. I paused for five seconds. I didn't try. <laughs> no, bro. I'm, he uh, tried, but he was still he was still first. Uh, stopped. But you were still first. Gave everyone a chance. But you were still first. You had to bring that up. <laughs> I could have just it was, left it that. Was, it, hey, it had, it had to. Keep <laughs> the Mario Queen clean out your whip, man. All right, quick question. Go on. Why do male podcasters get a bad reputation? Because men aren't allowed to speak. Because, um, so Women in, don't in, like men that talk In too some much. ways... You know how people unfollowed me on Instagram the minute I started Pod to Pod? I'm men, surprised. People don't like men who speak. They like... It's like the strong silent type thing. I don't want to hear your opinion. I just want you to look pretty <clears throat> or just be the guy that takes pictures in the corner. That's Fix it. Fix my car. <laughs> Build a house. <laughs> Change the light bulb. But I'm um, on the shelf. Too many, I think too many times, especially Take the bin in, in men. <laughs> Wait, I saw a clip the other it's day speaking of that. I saw a clip the other day about that, about a woman saying that uh, taking out the bin is a man's job. It's not. The vast say about cooking, it's stupid. Oh my Turn God, feminism. Yeah, Turn it's stupidness. 
People are just saying things for the sake of it now. So, uh, my first thought was, so if you didn't live with a man and your bin had to get takeout, who's taking that bin? You just dash out the window. God. Bit by bit. God. <laughs> God did that. God did. <laughs> they didn't believe, we, didn't believe I took the rubbish out. God did. God did. <laughs> G-A-W-D. Reverend God. 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 No, no. Carry, carry on. Sorry, carry on. Go on. Apologies. I forgot what I was saying. About um, male podcasters and men yeah. speaking. Men, men. It seems like, and especially over the last few years, um, like sound bites of entire, like not even of an entire a podcast, but just a sound bite of something, um, has uh, will get taken and it becomes now the viral thing that everyone it's is looking sassy. at and everyone it's is talking sassy, about. This is a sassy episode. And no, but it's now deemed suddenly, sassy. That's what it is. And then now suddenly, you know, it's, oh, look, this is what men are talking about. Men should just shut up. We don't even want to hear from men. Is this what the nonsense that men are talking about? And that's kind of become there's, there's, a narrative now to the point yeah. where where anytime there is a just a podcast with just men, it's automatically looked down upon as, oh, these men are just probably talking shit. They're probably just going to say something that's just going to get one of, someone cancelled or get their whole thing cancelled. No one's even listening yeah, to, to what they're so saying. Yeah, so I hear jokes like, oh, they, they instead of so the starting podcast is to seek a therapist I'm like rah wow okay that's crazy women are champions for um podcasts that, um show, talking about their sexuality um they're champion for doing things which people will class as more of a feminine a feminine trait mm. even if there's like a fashion podcast for example if there's a guy on there he has to be gay or he has to be like really really fashion conscious mm-hmm. you know what I'm trying to say so it's one of the ones where it's like the pods that necessarily do well or like me and Mark's favourite podcast, Filthy Fellas, because of the type of humour they have, they're deemed undateables, even though that's a great podcast and it's catered to like football fans and ECT and the rest. Yeah. It's like the minute you say, oh, you're a podcast, like, oh, you're one of those guys. It's, it's negative, straight or, away. Straight away. One of the most common questions I ever get asked, oh, do you when you record, do you ever use like things that I've told you as material? No. Yeah, it's weird because like, sometimes I feel like I have to explain myself to some people, and a lot of people do. And that. I remember one person I explained myself. I was like, "Yeah, our first episode, we were talking about how black men would deal with death." And she was like, "Oh," she was like, "Oh, okay, it's not what I envisioned." I'm like, precisely like instead of like having that mentality, but you have to understand, sometimes understand. No, but it's, it's pre- you see where certain things are pre ingrained, and that's why I said where it's like people like you. Let's use the Ngolo Kante thing for example. Yeah, mm. Ngolo Kante is respected. Because he's humble. No, because he's quiet. Because he's quiet. He's not humble, right? Yeah. Okay. He even chose players would say this. He doesn't like. He doesn't like this. This um, good boy mentality thing that they have of him, where he's just thinking. It's like I said. As black people, you're you're respected for two things. You're either really quiet where you know your place, or you're so ghetto that it's endearing because that's how they view you. Uh, yeah. So Cardi B, her ghetto nurse is why she's liked. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're really quiet and you come across like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. But the minute you step out of what people are used to, oh, it's getting a bit above, bit above, above, yeah. above the station. I used above to like him. Yeah. Yeah, now yeah, he's yeah, talking yeah. a lot more. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm trying yeah. to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the issue with that, for example, because on pod, I'm going to speak. If I'm around my friends, around you lot, around pod, we're just quiet, we're just chill, innit? Yeah. Like, we're on a platform to speak. Mm. I'm going to sit here in silence with a white noise. Might as well just <laughs> Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone, sorry. So I think the issue is more so that people will have this romanticised version of the strong, silent type. But then we'll say men don't express themselves. Thank you. Thank you. And then don't... And then when men are... Why don't you express yourself? Why don't you talk? You've, you've made it clear you don't want to hear what I have to say. Yeah. But on a... Like, on a don't deeper, le- on two, a deeper level... On a, on, a, on a deeper level of you don't really want to hear what I have to say, you just want to hear me respond. But that's, in I guess, in the conversation of, with, in, with men and women. Oh, you don't talk, you don't talk, but it's... Do you really want to hear what yeah. I have to say? Or do you just want to hear me respond to what you're saying? I'll be honest, there's times on this podcast here where one of us have said something and it's clear the difference of, oh, you're right. Yeah, I am. Oh, yeah, so about that. And then it's like, 
he's asking, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but they're asking to ask. They're not asking to engage yeah. and listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, the yeah. difference. Mm. If someone comes and tells me, someone like, oh, how you doing? Oh, I've had a hard week. You're like, I'm going through stuff. Yeah, um, like, yeah but anyway. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, through stuff. And I'm, oh, and um, my grandma's not feeling well, yeah? So yeah, so what happened with you at work about that, that, oh, that Karen? Like, oh, you, you just dismissed, yeah. it's dismissive. So if it's, excuse me, if it's dismissive, men don't really want to talk about it because I'm like, would no, that, yeah. Could that be maybe something that has something to do with the energy of women generally saying when it comes to men on podcasts, they just don't want to hear it? But they do. Because you'll find that there's a lot of women that listen to a lot of male podcasts. Male podcasts. So <laughs> make it make sense. Don't get me wrong, you, you're going to get the bad ones where they're just, talking nothing but crap about women and stuff like that and every podcast caters to a certain demographic market the receipts yeah. caters to a certain thing half cast caters to a certain thing free shots caters to something no behaviour caters to something Fourth fellas caters and these are the biggest ones in the UK that I can name mm-hmm. right yeah every every podcast caters to a certain market yeah movie podcast cater to movie buffs you know what I'm trying to say here's the thing the same way where you screwed up your face to talk out of your neck about another person's platform Right, yeah, or you're on a comment section helping the main brand. For example, say Shade Bar was owned by a man, as an example. Yeah. Right, yeah, I don't know who's owned by it, but say Shade Bar is owned by a man, yeah, mm. and he can come across as a strong, silent type, right, yeah, but he don't speak, but everyone's talking like, he's earning your money. He's earning money off of you lot's comments without doing nothing. Without yeah. doing anything. The guy who owned Trend Central, who's now in jail, Andy, whatever his name is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he didn't have to say nothing. But everyone else's loud voice made him money. Was making him... Uh... So it's the noise that makes money. They, that's the point. Oh, it's the noise, the noise that gets their but attention. There's a, there's a point, though, because it's, this, it's the salaciousness. It's the not- so it's either, yeah. do you want content Do you want content with power or do you want salacious bullshit? Mm. Do you want this bad girls club, loud mouth, screaming, ratchet, hoodlum-ish on the thing? Or do you want realistic, empower yourself type of content? Mm. I don't play the game personally of, oh yeah, men should do this, women should do this. Bro, I don't believe in gender roles, bro. If I'm, I'm gonna cook or you're gonna cook. Either that or we're both starving. <laughs> <laughs> Belly the rumbling. Cause mum was taught to cook from a young age. Yeah, likewise. Either you starve or you're on, or, or, or you're, yeah, it's, me too. Yeah. Rags. From a young age. Yeah. Basics. Yeah. People That's... don't know the basics. Do you think people know the basics these days? Some, like my youngest brother, he's starting to learn now. But like, jeez, uh, like when you were his age, when by, I was his age, by when you like, were his age, I was like you doing knew. I was ironing, I was cooking, I was cleaning, I was wiping the skirting board, I was doing everything. Like. <laughs> wiping the skirting board, yeah, with sugar soap. I was doing everything. God damn, everything. But it's a different generation now. That shouldn't be an excuse though. Well, like, no, for me, for me, that. I, I've always liked the fact that I don't have to depend on nobody for nothing. Yeah. I, I know how to use the washing machine. I know some grown up guys don't know how to use, use a washing machine. No, dude, really? Like, come on, man. That's, yeah. Well, if you see life skills, yeah, underplayed. But that also goes into like, what your mum, what, what people's mums let them get away with. As in from a young age, oh, don't worry, that's your little mum. But I'd, for me, personally, mm. for me, even though I didn't live with my dad, he taught me certain life skills as well. Like, He's very family orientated. So that I, I definitely get from him. Yeah. Him, like, I saw him like once a week as well. Him just teach me certain things about being a young man. How to carry yourself. How to carry, how to carry yourself. myself. Yep, yep, yep. How to not overreact to certain things and stuff like that. Yeah, so don't, it's the bullying tactic, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, when men try to draw you out, don't give them the power to do it because they yeah. know how to get in your head. Yeah. So for me, and, and my dad cooks as well. So I I had that from a young, young age, like, wow, dad's in the kitchen. <laughs> Chef it up. Yeah. yeah. And the food was banging. So steak and mash, yeah? Nah. None of that. <laughs> <laughs> steak and mash. <laughs> you got jokes. <laughs> so like for me I I saw it in front of my eyes. So with that, sometimes seeing it, you're 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 learning. Yeah, you learn. Mm-hmm. You don't realise how receptive kids are to like the things they are around them. If you're in a positive environment, or even if it's not the best of environments, but you're seeing like af- like you're seeing progressive or proactive steps. People can be like, All right, "Cool, that's that's what you're gonna do." Like, there's a, I always say to people that there are there is something called the exception of the exception to the rule, 
but you also have to understand like what's your willpower like what are you willing to do like how do you, how far do you want to go are you happy with your surroundings are you happy with your you know what I'm saying mm. it's, it's, it's very basic if you if your mind wants to do it you won't be willing to but you won't be willing to win if you get a medal for taking part hmm but you know how happy I was when I was younger as well to actually make something for my mum's knowing her her doing everything for me and stuff like that and, and make something for us here mum there was a buzz it was like listen I appreciate I, you mum here, here cooking cooking Sunday Sunday breakfast old school beans egg kippers toast drink for my mum it, pre- it was never presented that well no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> of course not I thought it was one of them things is ugh. I can't stand beans taking egg. the taking the tray upstairs and then like she's still in bed and then you open the door and then you're like just to see the, the look on the face was there was a buzz about it that one, I did something from my mum, she liked it. Bro, Two. I, I got the National Coffee Award the way I used to run up and down the stairs getting my mum coffee, bro. <laughs> Jesus. You don't know what the National Coffee Award is. Two, time, nailed the food. And three, I, I did this. There's that I did this moment that you have when you're young that when you're older, it just becomes sort of a, like a second Habit, nature yeah. thing. Do you know what I mean? And I don't know if kids and people are having that that same sort of it's a different wow, appearance. wow oh I could do this if I could do this I could do that boom and then the light bulbs start going off and then you start trying shit oh man I sound like an old man now life is life man we got a rap anyway guys do you want to say anything before uh, we go um, show me what you're on what's your cash what's your bo- oh let me wrap up okay this has Sorry. been episode 132 of the Divisional Podcast you can find us DSP <laughs> and all your favourite DSPs my personal favourite YouTube you can oh, find yes. mine Mark O and Katie's information in the description below you can find Mark and O's websites to their book and photography businesses in the description below I've been Royal Talk Reese to my left has been Mr O across from me has been two drinks and that's been Gabriel and we'll be back next week love and guidance I see you again Jojo. love and avoid the bullshit Peace. You've been listening to Different Stroke.